You know, good things come to those who wait. I understand this statement is a, is a declaration of patience. But as a person of faith, I have to believe that there is more, more than that. For example, in Japan, there tells of a story of a dog named Hachiko. He would meet his owner every day at the train station when his master left from work. One day, his master died while at work, and that poor dog did not know. He would come to that train station every day for over nine months, waiting at the same spot and at the same time until he died himself. As a person of faith, I would like to believe that this dog was faithful to his owner and would finally be joined with him forever. In hearing this, it shows us that there is not always a reward for having patience. But in being faithful, it gives us hope that we use for the present as it shapes how we see tomorrow. So what does being faithful look like and how should we live out what we believe? Prior to what we see in our Old Testament reading for the day, Abraham left his life and his home because God told him to. Abraham, in his travels, built multiple altars to God, bringing people together and glory to God. He even sent troops against forces and monarchs that rallied against God. One could even say that Abraham is a pioneer of tithing. If Paul tells us that God loves a cheerful giver, we know that God loved Abraham, and ultimately, Abraham was faithful. God made a covenant with Abraham. God told him through his descendants he would build a great nation. Over 2,000 years later, we, along with millions of other people, are credited with being children of Abraham. How could God create a nation out of Abraham's descendants when Abraham and his wife were already, as the scripture says, advanced in their age. What happened to Abraham was not a result of being patient. God saw something in Abraham, and to his credit, Abraham was faithful. Tomorrow, we celebrate a similar journey that recognizes the movement toward creating a great nation and faithfulness. Juneteenth. It is the commemoration of the freedom from slavery granted by the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 by Abraham Lincoln. Following the Civil War, Texas was the last holdout state to comply. On June 19, 1865, Texas finally joined with the rest of the country to engage in emancipation. Now let us be clear, this did not solve the problem. There was still indentured servitude, sharecropping, Jim Crow laws, and of course, the loopholes brought to us by the 13th Amendment, all of which continued the evils of slavery on a legitimate basis. Despite everything, Juneteenth was definitely a step in the right direction. 
For now we can acknowledge that God saw something in God's people. They were faithful. And the world hasn't been the same ever since. Although the circumstances are remarkably different, there is a connection between Abraham and Juneteenth which lies in faithfulness. Abraham listened to God and responded by doing things that glorified God. For many black people who were associated with and affected by slavery, despite whatever cruelty or injustice that happened in their lives, they lived to glorify God. For many who were enslaved, religion was used to create a mental escape. Music of praise became a new form of communication as Negro spirituals helped communicate and help communities safely talk to one another. Churches were a place to gather, praise God, and to find out about the latest news. I mentioned earlier that Juneteenth itself did not solve the problem, but that step in the right direction further opened the narrative stated in this country's declaration that all are created equal. Dreams have since become realities. And similar to Abraham, new life, a new people, a great nation continues to manifest. Juneteenth represents our gospel reading for the day as news of what happened finally reached all cities and villages, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. The task entrusted upon the disciples when they were commissioned to go, and as you go, proclaim the good news. And some might see our gospel for today, and because the disciples were instructed not to go to the Gentiles or to the Samaritans, may see it in a negative light. But Jesus wants the work to be done first in a place where it could have done the most damage if left untreated. And that's right at home. In doing so, he also instructs his disciples that when proclaiming the good news, not all will be welcome to it. And bad things may happen to you. In this commissioning, in this work of the good news that falls to us as well, Jesus tells us not to wait for relief, but to keep being faithful. Juneteenth is a reminder of our faithfulness. In the face of injustice, no matter how long it might take, we give God the glory. Like Abraham, who put God first, and like the many people who helped to shape this country and did not get to see the fruits of their labors, but held on to the hope of freedom. We need to know that it takes more than just patience. We go out and we lift every voice and sing. Sing a song full of faith that the dark past has taught us. We sing a song of hope that the present has brought us. And then facing the rising sun, of our new day begun, let us march on till victory is won.
Amen.